Brainstorming and pitching ideas is the funnest part of the creative process. We decided to skip the boring part of actually making stuff and just do the fun part. I'm comedian Tom Walma. Hi, I'm Charles Strecker. I'm Ellie Snyder. And I'm Coram Sheik. And this is Creativity Wasted. So I, I like tech things and I like to follow tech things. I heard a story about heating and air conditioning systems, HVAC systems. And how um, with COVID, they don't work very well. They spread the COVID around. And also, they're not very eco-friendly. Like, there hasn't really been much advancement in the past 50 years. And, like, Tesla's thinking about getting jumping into the HVAC for houses market using some of the tech from their cars. So I was did a little bit of Googling about, like, tech and smart HVAC stuff. And I found a on Amazon they have what's called a smart heat vent. It's basically a heat vent that you can open and close with your phone using Wi-Fi. Dude, um, that's just like too much technology in one house. <laughs> yeah, and so I like some of the smart house stuff. Some of it I think is pointless. So this one kind of makes sense. Like if you've got a huge house, you don't want to heat all the rooms, or if you're too short to um reach the heat vents and you want to turn them on and off like different times a day or stuff like that just save electricity or if you like one room warm and your kid likes another room a different temperature you could set things at different temperatures with these smart heat vents and so i was looking into how that works and basically they have a a battery in them that's not rechargeable that's supposedly lasts two years But every time you change the battery, you've got to take them off of the ceiling or off of the wall. Um, And I thought that was stupid. Um, (laughs) Because um, let's say you want your entire house to be controllable through this app, through set the heat of all the rooms. You've got 10 of these for your house. Plus, you've got other things on your wall, like smoke alarms and wall clocks. So you've got things with batteries all over the place on your walls. And every time the battery dies, you've got to take it off the wall and put the battery in and put it back on the wall. The more devices you get, the more pain in the ass that's going to be. I had a doorbell when I was renting. I didn't want to build anything or wire anything. So I had a doorbell that was battery powered and that I had to change the battery. And the more gizmos we get, the more pain in the ass that's going to be. And so basically my idea is that there should be a way for things that are on your wall that are battery powered to connect a charger without taking them off the wall. Um, Like a common plug for everything, for your clocks, your smart heat vents, your, um, what else do people have? I had a list here. Security cameras, doorbells, those LED touch lights that you can put on closets or night lights and other future things like maybe a electronic picture frame on the wall. If you're going to temperature control each room, you'd want a thermometer in the room. And normally you only have the, the main thermostat wired into electricity. So those would probably be battery powered. So all this shit, if you have all of that, and it's constantly things are running out of batteries and just stopping working, or you've got to check to see 40 different things. 
if the battery's dead or not, or they start beeping like a smoke alarm that's dying, that'd be a pain in the ass. So I, I think also, well, there should be a way to plug things in to charge it, and also there should be one app for everything that all it does is tells you the battery level of the thing. So, like, whatever it is, you might have another app. Like, if it's a camera, you might have the app for the camera company, but then you'd have a second app just to see what the charge is on the battery. So that was it. The combination of the two things, both the easy way to charge it without taking it off of the wall, and then the app so you don't have to check 40 apps one at a time to see what the battery level is of all your devices. And you don't have to pull the device off the wall to check if the battery's low. You can just see in one place, like once a week, you could look and see which devices need the battery charged. So you don't have to deal with a bunch of annoying shit all the time with your gizmos and whatnots. So that was my idea. Dang. Dang. That was very thorough. I think if there's any way to like train bees to change batteries, that was. I know where I could get a bunch of bees. <laughs> I did think about the the plug thing. Like you wouldn't want it to be like USB, like a computer thing. Because if something's hanging on a tack on the wall and you try to just reach up and plug a USB thing in with one hand, you'll probably knock it off the tack or it won't go in right because it's that weird square thing. You could maybe do like a magnet thing, but then I was worried that if you're walking by, your earrings might go flying off or your glasses, if they're just metal in the glasses, might like fly up off your head towards the heat vent. Maybe magnet things, that would be a bad idea. People might even... Uh, think the house is haunted if magnetic shit is flying around all the time <laughs> so that's my joke related to the idea that didn't go over at all <laughs> but maybe it could be magnetic or some sort of plug i don't know and you'd probably need like some sort of the idea is you wouldn't want to have to get on a ladder to charge it either so you'd have some some like pole accessory to lift up a charging cable or uh, whatever to snap it onto the uh, heat vent on the ceiling or whatever do you guys have any like smart devices like with wi-fi apps and stuff or am i no yeah it's kind of weird so like i actually work in technology like developing apps and stuff and there's nothing like that makes me kind of wilder it's like or feel wild about it's like this idea of like you know hooking all these devices up to wi-fi and making sure they work because like during this like my wi-fi dropped like halfway through it so i was like oh wonderful so it's like that's why i always get like nervous about but at the same time it's like this whole idea of like ease of use like i don't have to do it like or you know i have a way to do it it seems like super cool and things like that. It's just like to the point now where they're like, oh, I have to change the battery. It's like, well, was this any, was it a good place to start with? Or, you know, so, but I didn't think about like a smart HVAC system whatsoever. Like I think of smart, like air conditioning, right? Like I want to set a different temperature in my house. I can do that, but maybe it's cause like, I don't know. Like, I've never thought like too much into it. Yeah, what I would do when I was in my apartment is I, I really like to sit on the heat vent. It's like my zen place, especially in the winter. Uh, I can't do that. I'm living in my sister's basement right now. I don't have control over the heat. It was the first, <laughs> first cold day, and I couldn't sit on the damn heat vent because I'm not allowed to turn oh. the heat on. But uh, mm-hmm. 
I bought a Nest thermostat, which is a smart thermostat. That way, if I'm sitting on the heat vent and it shuts off, and I want to keep sitting on the heat vent, I don't have to get up. In my phone, I can just say, oh, turn the heat even higher, and just keep laying in front of the heat vent. Um, that is so funny. <laughs> so what I, what I would do is, well, I did this when I had my house, too. I had a house for a while that I sold. And I would heat the whole damn house just because I wanted to sit on the heat vent. But if you could find a way to, like, shut off all of the vents to the rest of the house and just have the one that's blowing on me just so I don't have to spend extra heating bill heating the whole house to 78 degrees just because I felt like sitting on the heat vent, uh, that would be a good thing. But you could get some roommates that enjoy the same thing. And then you could each be on a vent. But yeah, and then I, I would, uh, in the dead of winter, I would open all the windows just so it would cool down on purpose so that I could sit on the heat vent more. <laughs> Did you ever think of getting a heating pad? Well, I tried I tried a heating blanket. I didn't really like it. It didn't really heat that much. I tried some, like, space heaters. And you can't really relax in front of those because if you touch it, you burn yourself. Uh, yeah. So I, nothing really compared to the heat vent in my mind as far as a place to relax there's a comic from chicago who was talking about a radiator they had like radiator heating in chicago in the high-rise apartment buildings and she really Mm -hmm. liked that sitting in front of the radiator Uh, uh, maybe that's good too i don't know i haven't tried that but i also got like smart light bulbs and the reason i got those is because I like to just either sit on the couch or sit in front of the computer until I'm so tired I'm about ready to drop to fall asleep. And I don't want to have to get up to turn off the light. (laughs) So that's why I got those. I feel that. But that's such a pain in the ass because those are wired into the house power. And if the house power flickers, the way to reset them to redo the Wi-Fi is to turn them on and off really fast a few times. But if the power flickers, it'll do that. So then it loses the Wi-Fi. And I had two different brands. One of them, if it didn't have Wi-Fi, it would just blink forever until you paired it. So, like, if the power flickered and you were too lazy to change the bulb, you'd just be in a room, the light blinking on and off continuously, (laughs) indefinitely. But then there was another brand that would do that for, like, five minutes and then stop and then be a normal light that's on. So those were a pain in the ass. (laughs) So I'm thinking with the devices, like... I was talking about, like, the clocks and the smart heat vents and stuff. I wouldn't want to use Wi-Fi. If all you're going to do is announce the battery level, I would think either you could use something like a RFID that's, like, not powered and then have, like, one RFID hub because I don't know if your phone has RFID or some sort of thing that's not Wi-Fi. Then you would want Bluetooth for that because RFID, you, the whole way RFID works is that when you place, um, like, the card or a mechanism in front of it to, like, see if it's, like, you know, secure or not, or to say it's got the right token, you need a certain amount of signal strength to actually process that. So, like, that's when you're, like, scanning into a building and you scan a card. The actual card just houses the ID, and the radio frequency from the thing is, like, actually powers it to get a return response. So that's why I think RFID would be a bit too weak and where you would actually need a bit of Bluetooth involved. 
Yeah, Bluetooth also you don't need to enter the password usually, right, to pair things? No, no, you just so have to make better. sure. Yeah. Because having to look up the Wi-Fi password every time one of these things fails is pain in the ass. So yeah, Bluetooth <laughs> might be better. And then my other thought with these, uh, well, anybody else have any comments before I uh, get to the last uh, piece of this? I think my brain is just too small to understand Wi-Fi, but I've been enjoying <laughs> yeah, it's a little a little bit of a nerdy topic, but yeah, that's who I am, I guess. Um, but my other thought is, one of my dreams, if I if I had enough money to start a business, like a big business, major corporation, what I would do, my goal is to create what I call a stuff on demand tiny house or a just in time tiny house, and the idea is that you wouldn't store your stuff in your house. It wouldn't have to be a tiny house, like 100 square feet, but it would be smaller than a normal big house. But you'd have a smallish house, and you'd have robots come in and out, either drones or like, there's these Amazon factory robots that are like a Roomba. They're like flat on the ground, and they've got a car jack on top of them. So they, they wheel under like shelves in, in the factories and lift them up and then roll them around. So my idea is you would put everything on a base that those Roomba robots could slide under, like tables, chairs, beds, toilets, everything, like dirty clothes hampers. And you'd wheel everything in and out of your tiny, tiny-ish house space. And your neighborhood would have like a warehouse facility that would either store your stuff that you're not using, but it would also like wash your clothes and cook for you. So you wouldn't need a washer and dryer and you wouldn't need all of that stuff in your house. You just, with an app, you'd say, okay, bring me this outfit. And it would come pre-folded from the warehouse. You'd put it on, you'd give it your dirty clothes and it would wheel it back out. So basically I'm simplifying it as much as I can, but you could have the same amount of stuff, but you just wheel it in and out all the time. So your actual house that you're living in is smaller and you wouldn't have chores because all of the chore things like cooking and washing and drying and all of that would be done by the warehouse. By This is like going on vacation but staying at home. Yeah. I, like I don't have to do chores. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, and you could hook it up to the shipping grid and you could live nomadically. All your stuff would just follow you around. And there's all sorts of other aspects to it. And the thought is that it, if you get the houses cheap enough, because you don't have as much stuff in them, they're small. In the 1800s and before, like 70% of the human labor went towards food. And then technology got that down to like 5 or 10% of our labor goes towards food. I want to do the same for housing. Like 70% right now goes towards housing. I want to get that down to like 5%. So if everybody lived in these tiny houses that maybe they cost like 5 or 10 grand, they don't have plumbing, everything's wheeled in and out. And they have these warehouses that they do all of the cleaning and everything using like state-of-the-art mass methods, like a dry cleaners, so that it uses less electricity than if everybody were doing it themselves, and it's cheaper. And eventually they could automate all that so you wouldn't have to pay for workers. So eventually the price of living would approach zero. And so, yeah, part of that could be you don't need plumbing. Like if you wheeled in a toilet and it had like a tank, so you'd go in your bathroom, but, but it'd be an empty room, but the toilet would wheel in. You'd use the toilet. You'd flush, but then the water wouldn't go in a pipe 
down into plumbing. It would just go in a tank that's connected to the toilet. You wheel it back out to the warehouse. The warehouse flushes it. You do the same thing with like a shower. The shower comes in. It's got a water thing above your head with warm water already in it. And then the water doesn't drain down into a pipe. It drains down into a tank that gets wheeled out when the tub gets wheeled out. So you don't need plumbing in the house. Like let's say you need the toilet. How fast in your mind would the toilet get to you? I don't know, but what you, what, what you could do is um, you wouldn't have to, like, say, oh, I've got to use the bathroom, go to your phone, order a toilet, and then wait 20 minutes. You wouldn't have to do it that way. You could say, mm-hmm. okay, I use the toilet, take it away, and as soon as it takes it away, a clean one comes in and it just sits there ready. Oh. So it wouldn't have to be, yeah, it, they could You'd do smart things, there, pre- pre- yeah. yeah, predictive, like, okay, you're going to need clothes in the morning. We've got between 10 p.m. and Already 6 a.m. Yeah. To, to bring you your clothes. Uh, yeah. and they'll find the optimum time to do that. But what about, like, a condom? What if, like, last second you suddenly need a condom? Would yeah. they? <laughs> and I'm yeah, trying to think of all my issues. It wouldn't have to be a totally empty house with everything wheeled in and out. I mean, you can have decorations and knickknacks. You could have your set of condoms and your like an emergency set of food uh, and like whatever you want. You, if you want to keep your bed there and you don't want to have to ship it to the warehouse to um, get washed, you could choose what you wanted to wheel in and out and whatnot too. This sounds great. I just hope we can take care of these damn potholes that are on the road. <laughs> but that other idea sounds good, too. <laughs> but how that hooks in with the uh, smart devices is that I originally thought that you would need electricity for these tiny houses where most of the stuff is wheeled in and out. But now that I'm thinking about mm-hmm. these smart devices, if we had the charger thing and all of our lights and our, uh, all of our smoke alarms and all those on the walls are battery powered, you might not even need electricity. So it'd be basically a cabin. You'd live in like a cabin and the plumbing stuff would get wheeled in and also the electricity stuff would get wheeled in. Like if you want to watch TV, a TV would come in, but it would also come in with a battery attached to the base so you could watch TV. And you could even do that with like a heater, but you might need like a propane tank or in the future like a um, hydrogen fuel cell heater. It might not work with electricity for heaters because they consume too much electricity, but you could still have it wheeled in and out and have this simple, cheap cabin so you, people could pay like $100 a month for rent or buy a house for five grand instead of paying 800 for rent or paying 250 grand for a house. But yeah, that can sort of tie into my smart devices idea in you wouldn't even need electricity in the cheap house. Dang, you really, I love the tiny house stuff, so this is, like, right up my alley. I just get nervous about the drones flying all the stuff. <laughs> yeah, the tiny house stuff, I, I've been thinking about that for years. I didn't just come up with that for this podcast. I've probably brought it up maybe ten times over the four years I've been doing the podcast. But I, I tied it into this smart device thing a little bit for this. Because uh, I decided that they wouldn't even need electricity if you had a convenient way to charge things that are on the walls. Yeah. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and give a review or rating on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or wherever you got it.
I have a website, creativitywasted.com, and I also started a Patreon. So if you love the show, consider donating to Patreon. Thanks for listening.